So not only using our socials to just aggravate the entirety of Twitter, you're also using yes. it as LinkedIn, indeed. Like you're just, you're just trying to get the job yep. ads going, <laughs> haul yourself out through there. Good Lord. I swear to God, if I log in yep. one day and it's turned into OnlyFans, I'm, I give up. I'm leaving. Well, I mean, one day we can't rule these things out. Can't rule anything out. Anything to make a book. You know what I mean? Cool Hand Luke has not fully retired yet. If there's one thing we can record, I don't want to know about your your cold hands, your cold <laughs> dead hands, and what they what they get up to. Good lord, good lord. How are you anyway? How was the rest of the uh, rest of the time? I'm good. Left? How's the last two weeks been? I'm good. Um, it's been an interesting old two weeks. Well, I say interesting. It's not. It's just been work, um, work, work, work. A bit more work, and then a little bit more work. Yeah, yeah been same same old really same old um very much looking forward to talking about this event though extreme are we on are we fully on here are we recording an episode? I'm, you need I'm recording. Um, I, I'm also adjusting my wire because it's doing my head in. Um, well, let's then say hello to the podcast world. Hello, listeners. We are, uh, we're back on two different continents. Uh, it was brief. It was great. It was wonderful. It's everything we'd hoped for. But Magical. it sadly came to an end. It did. Uh, as quick as it started. But we will be back in the same room uh, at some point, possibly, well, probably, quite definitely, next WrestleMania uh, in Los Angeles. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll we'll do some more planning there, and then we'll actually try and, uh, yeah, record. God, try and get five or ten in. Yeah, um, I feel, feel like we need to get time. our feel like we need to get a WrestleMania booking party stroke predictions for like fantasy book what the cards will be for both nights, kind of ahead of time type of yes. type of show to come i think that'd be that'd be good fun yeah we should do that in in the coming months actually yeah, as things take shape um and obviously we do it before the royal rumble so there's not too many spoilers see if we can uh yeah see if we can predict it sort of four or five months out and uh, see how spot on we are there um i'm really looking forward to those two nights it's gonna be um, good it's gonna, it's be, gonna good. be the best i think it's gonna be the best of all time I'm at, I'm, I think so. It's Triple H's first WrestleMania. Well, Triple H and Stephanie's first WrestleMania. The the power couple's first one uh, with them at the helm. Um, they're just. I think they're going to pull out all the stops. And uh, they they've been putting they're putting in the chess pieces now um, for it uh, and and making sure they have all the options possible. Whoever they pick to put on the card. It's probably going to be great because they've got that many options. The buffet is full. Um, I was seeing on Twitter before mm-hmm. that, uh, and I've not I've not double checked this, but apparently on the WWE roster page, it now lists LA Knight. Ooh, yes. So we we knew he was coming, but I think he's here now. Finally, I think we got him back. Yeah. 
Oh, isn't people power good? It really is. However, I really hope it doesn't break up maximum male models because they are also brilliant. Like they just need to be around. Yeah. If, if only to see what Saudi Arabia's reaction will be to the boy Mansoor returning. Because he, he wasn't there last year, was he? Mm-mm. Um, and then returning under this gimmick will be incredible. Uh, apparently Goldberg's in town. Weirdly enough, mm. he's got an event going on. The prince loves him. I think, it, is it going to be like one of those, like The Undertaker did like a spoken word thing show in Cardiff? Like, is that something they'll start doing now? Like booking legends into, instead of actually putting them on the card, just stick them in a small theatre down the road and get them to tell wrestling stories, maybe. Probably. But I'm kind of, I'm, I'm worried. I saw that Nicolas Cage film on the way over, right? On, on the plane over to, to America. And obviously that's a story of like a rich guy hiring him and sort of putting, manipulating him into filming their own adventure, their own movie. What if there's some, you know, big, rich, egotistical, I don't know, crazy Saudi prince that invites Goldberg over, and tries to put all these pieces in place to entice him into a match. And his plan is just to get Goldberg to spear like all of his enemies not quite an unbearable weight of massive talent as it is just an unbearable weight of concussive, massive concussion lists. I don't know. That was terrible. Um, unbearable weight of his own muscles just flopping all over the ring, dropping people on their heads. Yeah, it's very different, isn't it? But it could happen. I would pay to see that. I'm just looking through my Twitters here, seeing if there's anything noteworthy. Because there's any, been lots of news. Anybody you want to annoy quickly before we crack on with the record? No, I'm I'm done talking about Phil. Yeah, I'm done Phil, with all that. Between Phil Page and whether or not women should be allowed at rest, live wrestling shows, it's, uh, it's been a real eventful month that. for you, hasn't it? Oh my god, you're going to have the women coming after me. You, it... you don't need to give them much of an excuse. I could I could be the biggest supporter of women. No, you, you, you got to be careful. You can't be making these little these little digs because they'll come after me. Like, he thinks they'll it's come the after 1950s. me on their brooms. We are in the twenties, aren't we? Walking in in your polyester suit, demanding <laughs> a demanding a scotch on the rocks as you kick your slippers off and beat your children with my uh, Hugh Hefner robe, which I'm uh, go- going commando underneath. Oh, good lord! Yeah, and that's That'll why he's not allowed it, within a hundred meters of any school. I see on Twitter here, Chris Jericho claims no one really knew Cody Rhodes before AEW. Now then, Chris. Uh, a rare L from you there, Chris. That's inside the ropes reporting that. It's a little silly, isn't it? He said what? He said no one really knew Cody Rhodes before AEW. Ah, uh, I don't listen to any of that PS anymore. <laughs> the whole mm. spatty... One versus the other bullshit. Just he knows what he's doing. He's a clever lad. Yeah. He knows how to get a headline. As does his missus. Although, you know, he just slates the competition. She storms the Capitol building, apparently. But, you know, what are you gonna do? Real Jericho's wife. Do you not know Was about she that? There? there was a there's a picture of her outside, mid raid. You're lying. I'm swear I'm gonna have to find this now. Why 2J's wife would storm the capital? My God. She's giving out lion salts. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, yeah, there's um 
Yeah, her her Instagram picture apparently was her with a bunch of other people in Trump hats with a big pink sign that said "Women for Trump" outside the Capitol, and then she like updated a cover photo and um, said watching the events at the Capitol had no clue. At this point, some had gotten in, and yeah, they were just there. How about that? Did not know. I mean, I knew they were. I knew they were down with him. But I did not know that she went to the Capitol and started decking people with chairs. Interesting. Well, I mean, you added that last bit for the sake of the future. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. That yeah, will yeah. inevitably I, yeah. fall upon us. Yeah, um, yeah. This, this <laughs> must disclose that, allegedly uh, that Mrs. Jericho did not show up giving lion salts and walls of Jericho um, to Democrats, or indeed hitting them with chairs. Yeah, absolutely. That's not true. That's just satire, ladies and gentlemen. We're just we're just joking. Just bants. Definitely didn't happen. Let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Anything else in the news? Soraya came back. I mean, I watched um, Fighting with My Family on the plane. Good film. First time. Yeah, I thought it was a delightful little film. I got I got little. uh, I don't know if I was tired or jet lagged or or what. Um, my defences were down, and I must say I got a little lump in my throat when when the brother uh, didn't make it uh, to the tryouts, and then his actually I was I was more engaged in his stories. Really, uh, I don't know if there was some some dream in me that were wanted to be a wrestler once upon a time and and sort of died. So maybe that brought up some stuff for me. But every time, yeah, we went back to him. Uh, I just thought that was a really like yeah, heartbreaking, little beautiful story. Yeah, it's um, um, it's brutal. It's it's brutal. Kind of what happened with that. Um, it's a it's it's a fascinating family story, but um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. She's you know that whole family have really kind of been through a lot. I think as a as a family unit. But good for good for her. Good for Soraya to make her debut. Soraya, um, Soraya, sorry, get what, it right. What did I say? Oh my, you said Soraya. I'm not it's Soraya. Soraya. I'm not Australian, but yeah, it, it might it might be Sriracha. I don't know. She's. You made that joke on Twitter. It, it didn't land well then. Oh. <laughs> Did it land now? No. Uh, right. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, really good to to see a. You know, again, just just being present in in a locker room on TV is always good. I think. Hopefully she can help to spark something um, within that women's division because it certainly needs it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it doesn't end up being yet another debut Britt Baker rivalry followed by slowly fading into the background and ended up on, on Dark. Um, don't know how much she'll wrestle, but just, yeah, glad she's glad she's doing something. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's good to have a name in there. Um, I don't think she's quite the revolution that she she once was. You know, during the Divas reign, uh, it was certainly uh, uh, something different for her to come in, um, sort of more of a, uh, you know, goth rock chick uh, and, you know, perhaps, um, you know, played her part in uh, reviving the women's division there. But I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how this one this one goes. Um, I, I may be hypocritical saying this, but... I don't think she needs to put that 
much stock into what people say on Twitter uh, and respond to it uh, because I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not. It seems very. Um, I don't know. It's such an easy like to, trap to, 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 to fall that fall into, though, isn't it? When you when you scroll really through is, and, and that, you that, see things, and it just it's so it's just there to kind of antagonize. It feels like, but certainly, Twitter around a particular thing, a particular hobby or an interest. So you know, it happens a lot in kind of the nerd community. It happens a lot in the wrestling community, where people can't just discuss what they like, what they don't like. And it'll be okay. Anybody saying that they like something has to be either attacked or they say it and there's an underlying, I like this because it's the best thing and you're all idiots if you think it's wrong. Um, And it's no surprise that the talent, you know, get sucked into it and, you know, because they've got to be on there for engagement. It's where I imagine probably a lot of, you know, the um, kind of, I suppose, the money making stuff is for them, you know, the promotion mm-hmm. side outside of what the actual brands do for them. You know, they have to do a lot themselves these days and you're going to, you're going to slip into that. Uh, she, but yeah, she's, I mean, Christ, she's got absolutely nothing to worry about. Just crack on. Yeah, should be reap. Uh, it is nice to have her back. Uh, it's uh, definitely sort of missed her. I think in the wrestling world, if she can come back to wrestle, uh, that would be great. I hope. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there with the medical clearance, but we'll see. We will see. It looks like interesting as well. It's going back to what you were talking about before. Um, Via potentially is at NXT for a little while because he's forming a tag team with Sanga. So yeah. It, okay. Yeah, that was it. It is Via, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like we're getting yes. a beast tag team that are going to get a push soon on the main roster. In Triple H's uh, NXT. Well, Shawn Michaels is NXT now. Uh, but uh, Yes. Uh, future looks bright there. Future looks bright there. I I liked uh, Veer once he turned up. He looked like an absolute animal. He just didn't get past the squash phase after waiting yeah. for five, six months, whatever it was, for him to actually eventually arrive. Yeah. it It's hard to. it it It's hard to get out the... Uh, I think the squash gimmick. I think it seems like the hope is that during one of these squash matches, that uh, you know, a sick move will emerge and the crowd will react um, very favorably, and then you can then grab that um, and sort of build upon whatever moment comes out of that. But um, but no, it, it, if it he was there was potential there, and there still is potential there. So putting him in a tag team is not a bad thing. They can be, uh, you know, they can be. Uh, they could they could be the new authors of pain down there, just a very scary big team that, that uh intimidates the division. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh anything else in the news? What has been going on since the last What was the last pay per view? It was uh it was all out, wasn't it? Uh yes, we had all, all out, out. clash. We had clash, we had all out. Um I think we've already recapped the fact that I'm back in the lead. There's a there's a two yeah. two event gap currently between us in the predictions for who two will event, wear yes. the most humiliating t-shirt at WrestleMania next year. <laughs> um, so it's it's four two to yourself in the predictions uh, and with one draw. 
So the one draw being Clash, uh, we drew that 3-3. Three, three. Uh, but then all out, yeah, you got 11 and I got 8 there. So congrats to you. Uh, I went with my heart uh, over my head and went Moxley in that one. Um, and I went with my heart and said Ruby and Ortiz. But of course, Sammy and Tay got the win there. Yep, just wasn't a great night for yours truly. You went with your heart and it just seized up and stopped. It did, didn't it? Never mind. But now is the time for me to make up because last year uh, I won the Extreme Rules predictions. If you can call last year's event Extreme Rules um, because last year there was one. So out of six matches, there was one Extreme Rules match. Brilliant. And then you had a triple threat match, which is a no DQ by default. So can't really call it extreme rules. Everything else was just uh, was just your standard uh, your standard matches. But now this time, someone's got the thinking cap on, haven't they? Six Get this for a, a wild concept. Go for it. Extreme for rules. It. Yes. Extreme rules, where all the matches have extreme rules. Extreme. Extreme <laughs> rules. Love it. Love to see six matches, six stipulations. Bring it on. Considering as well, last year it was so it was Roman versus Demon Finn, wasn't it? At Extreme Rules. And was that the match that ended with the top rope like exploding and Demon yeah. Finn falling off? And then there was no real explanation Which... as to what happened there. Yeah, what the, what was the deal with that? Did it it was an accident, right? Or did someone Vince McMahon happened. Ugh. Dreadful. That, that's such a weird one, that. It was I mean, very weird. Uh, and to be fair, that was a really enjoyable match as well. Like, I, re I was really, really into that at the time. Yeah, it was great. And, um, it was great. And then, yeah, that, that finish happened. Uh, but yes, so, so excited for this mm. event. Like, just... I am. And it's, it sounds absolutely ridiculous because it's, it's one of those things, Extreme Rules, where I was always a bit like, mm, I, it's just it's another one of those pay-per-views that do I, do I want an event to be focused around a particular thing, like a particular match type or the fact that there are no rules, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's been that long since we've had, had an event that was just some... In fact, I don't think we've ever had an event under Vince that was like this. Um, so... No. <laughs> completely up for it and every match just looks like an absolute banger as well it's going to be mint oh should we get into it then let's Shall get we? into it let's get extreme extreme every match every match in extreme rules can you believe it someone had the thinking cap on for sure so we've got six matches well six so far so we're recording this uh what are we Ooh, five days out from the event Mm -hmm. um, so we'll put this up a couple of days before so we might get one or two matches added there's a, a rumour that Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory uh, will make it on there uh, there's got to be something on the pre-show so uh, we'll see but uh, we'll go with the six matches that uh, are, currently, are currently listed yeah and then we can always uh, you... we can always chuck our predictions for any late last minute added matches up onto the um onto the socials make it public yes, 
Yes, we can. Right, so seeing as you won the last event, sir, apparently, uh, what do you think is going to open? Absolutely smashed it, lad. Actually, do do you I'll let you pick. Do you want to do you want to go first? <laughs> do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Age before beauty, Luke. Do you know what? I, th- I feel like you need one. I feel like you need a win. So I'll let you go first. Oh, my thanks, charitable. Man. You know, John Cena's helped over six hundred kids with Make a Wish. Well, here's my first one. My first, my first support of Make a Wish. I'm gonna let you pick the first. Match at Extreme Rules. <laughs> oh, you're, you're such oh. a good man. You're, you're the best of us, aren't you? So caring, so truly am. Right, match one. Am I gonna go for? I'm gonna go for the only official Extreme Rules match on the card. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say that Liv Morgan uh, opens by defending against Ronda Rousey, and I've got a little brief description here uh from the cbs uh, website morgan won the title at money in the bank cashing in her contract shortly after winning to pin rousey they rematched at SummerSlam with rousey dominating morgan and locked her in an armbar that forced morgan to tap out unfortunately the referee missed the tap and instead counted rousey's shoulders down allowing morgan to retain absolute rousey shambles then shambles shocking decision that shocking Rousey then won a five-way elimination match on SmackDown to earn another shot at Morgan. Uh, and since then, they've kind of just been uh, going at it back and forth. Liv Morgan's been proving more and more as time goes on that she's an absolute badass and absolutely belongs in this division. Um, I, uh, I I think the she did a, a pretty cool table spot with Lacey Evans last week. Uh, so, you know... Liv Morgan is, I think, doing all she can to um, provide uh, at least some, at least for us to, to doubt Ronda in some way. I mean, it. I can't look past um, Rousey, but I've got to say, I'm, I'm really impressed with how the Liv Morgan title reign has gone. Uh, and if it goes a little bit longer, I wouldn't mind. Um, but I think, I think I'm going to predict Ronda for this one. Do you think the way they've booked it has confused things for Liv a little bit? I mean, for Ronda too, probably, but certainly for for Liv as a champion, because she was so over when she won it, and everyone was so happy about it, and then it feels like it's yeah. kind of got a bit flat, which I don't think is any fault of hers. I think potentially, you know, I can't decide if this is Triple H's biggest booking error so far kind of the treatment of Liv and knowing what to do with her as as champ I think um, I think there's, there's, there's a few grey areas in this uh, rivalry that's sort of making it um, that, that is sort of stuttering Liv's momentum a little bit uh, and, and her um, and her favouritism with the crowd the thing about Ronda is we are getting more and more the Ronda that we've wanted, which is just, um, you know, being an absolute badass, really not giving a shit. Uh, and this is this is what the, the bloodthirsty crowd seems to be into. Uh, you've also got the fact that there's some teasing with uh, Shayna Baszler 
which is yet another thing that people want. People want Ronda and Shayna together and just to, to dominate the women's division and, and go down that route. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Liv has to contend with that um, that want from the crowd. And it's 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 sort of polarizing things in a way. It's it's not it's not your typical um, you know baby face who's coming up um, who's who's against the odds and must come overcome the evil Ronda. You know people want this Ronda. Um, so so there's there's some gray areas in this. It it it's it's hard to book. I think Liv Morgan could have come out more popular if she was um, you know probably against. Maybe a, a Charlotte, perhaps. Um, yeah. Uh, or a uh, or a Nia Jax if she was around. Um, you know, more of an out and out heel. Um, but yeah, it, it's a tough one to book this. And, and, and yeah. it is. It there's, but I like that because there's. It could go either way. This both women's title matches at this event are difficult to call at this point for me. Um, but. For similar reasons, Liv could escape with the title, and later on we'll talk about how Bailey could potentially win the title without a, you know, w- w- almost with a get out, you know. And again, we'll talk about it later. But Bailey could potentially win the title off Bianca without pin- having to pin her. Liv could get through Ronda again in this, you know, through. Through, through an incident, through an accident, through obviously usage of weapons and, you know, kind of almost a cunning, even like a cunning pin using a kendo stick or a chair or something like that. Like there's there's potential there, I think, for, for a banana skin for Ronda, which would then, should then be the thing that really pushes Ronda over the edge. So mm-hmm. then we get full unhinged Ronda. And then, you know, potentially Crown Jewel. That's when Liv gets mauled and she just gets mauled one-on-one. No stipulation or even on SmackDown after Extreme Rules, you know. Rematching out, gets in there, gets a beat. But I I don't want to see them do that story, that sort of storyline twice. With you know, mm-hmm. I don't want them to follow the same kind of story structure in both women's title matches. Um, so I I agree with you. The other option for this one is that yeah, Ronda just goes all out and absolutely punishes Liv. And I think, I think probably that's that's probably what we're going to see. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm totally fine with that. I still want Liv to be in that. You know, now she's there. I still want her to be in the title picture. I still want her to be that contender. She's she's great. Had it, yep. and and to be honest, you know, great chasing the title. I think she's you know one of those yep. who who just fits that role really really well. But yeah, I can see I can see Ronda trying to snap her, and yeah, yeah. putting her through putting yep. her through a few things. Yeah, I think so. Um, but but great for Liv though. You you want as many title legit title contenders in your division uh, as possible. Yep. And, uh, you know, six to nine months ago, Liv Morgan wasn't quite there. And here we are now um, with an extra, you know, chess piece. Um, not chess piece. Uh, you know, we have an extra player in the division. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, absolutely. which is fantastic. Fantastic for the division. 
Because despite what you say, I do actually like women's wrestling. Sure you do. Especially like Lana Austin and Millie McKenzie. Ooh. Oh, Millie McKenzie. What a spear, what a spear. that was at Progress. What a spear. Oh, we, need, we need to talk about that as well at some point. We'll have to do a show on um, on the Progress experience because what a show that yeah, was in will. Birmingham. Yeah, we will. We'll have, we'll have a, we can have a quick call about that. We could, we could do a 15, 20 minute review of that event. It was great. It was a good night. It was a great show. Uh, but we'll get back, we'll get to that. So you're up second, sir. Second. Um, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with I Quit Match, Edge versus Finn. Mm, so. CBS says Edge returned to Raw to save Matt Riddle from a beatdown at the hands of the Judgment Day. Edge then told Balor that he will always come back, despite the Judgment Day repeatedly vowing to end his career. At that point, Edge challenged Balor to the first ever single, to their first ever singles match, amping up the challenge by suggest, suggesting it take place under I Quit rules. So Edge will never quit. The Judgment Day will never quit. How do we solve this? In an I quit. Brilliant. Love a good I quit. Uh, yep. You don't get many of them, so it's it feels special, doesn't it? It does indeed. It does indeed. And again, these two can just go, you know, they, they can they can do a match that absolutely slaps. I think Triple H, again, from his booking mentality, because again, let, let's not forget that, so he's had, he's had a couple of NXT events. Obviously, Clash was the first pay-per-view or you know, premium live event, whatever you want to call it, under under his reign under his reign. But again it was a it was an overseas UK show. It had something a bit different about it and a bit special about it. This is his first, you know, as you know them, twelve events a year kind of events. This is the first, you know, of the normal events I'll say. To, to come under again under his under his creative control and his booking, and with several of these matches, so there's this match with Drew versus Cross, with Riddle Rollins, with even you know the the the, the Donny Brook six man tag that's been announced as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's gonna be some stronger style coming in some of these matches. There's gonna be some stiff stiff looking matches. And Edge and Balor can absolutely do 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 that, all of that. You know, there can be, obviously, you know, it can potentially go anywhere. Anything can happen. I really, really hope. I, I kind of don't want to see Judgment Day in or anywhere near it. I feel like mm-hmm. it has to happen, unfortunately. But I'm just, yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I just want these two just to go. So yeah, well, well, this this event does have, and they have to be careful here, I think, because this event does have the potential to have a lot of shenanigans, which can be quite a cop out, um, depending on how it's done, and and you know you, you don't want to keep everyone strong by not, you know, taking a clean loss. Um, it yeah, it, it's probably going to get hectic. You know, Matt Riddle's around. Um. It's possible we could see the return of Randy Orton. Who knows? Um, we'll talk a bit about Randy Orton later because mm-hmm. there's a, a uh, there's an animal lurking around. Do you He's, think the uh, white rabbit's Randy Orton? No. Yeah. 
I don't know. Wasn't there wasn't there a story the other day about the concerned about his his back injury, like he might be out for longer than they anticipated. Are they really? I think uh, so. Yeah. And I was kind of hope I was kind of hoping they'd do the whole Cena thing, saying he'd be out for a year, and then oh my god, he's back after six months. Um, I don't know. I think he might have some involvement, but yeah. I would I would I would like him to come back here. Apparently, um, WWE officials a few days ago were reportedly concerned about his health and future mm. with regards to his back injury. I'm finding this one very hard. Who says I quit? Who says I quit? Does anybody say I quit? I really... I'm struggling to see Edge say it. And for the sake of moving this one on a little bit, you know, maybe give some Edge edge some focus elsewhere on the run-up to WrestleMania because... This rivalry can't go on till WrestleMania. Like no. a year's just too much for it. So I'm I'm thinking hopefully I think Edge I've got down as, as being the winner for this one. Um interestingly, so Edge has averaged about a month um, one match a month for the last year. Hasn't lost once. So mm. every match he's been in, he's won. Last time he lost was um, this time last is September twenty, yeah, September twenty one against Seth. So, you know, he's had you know all right one match a month, but for Edge, for the position he's in, in his career, he's had a few matches. He's probably had more matches this year than Roman has. He's won every single one of them. Yes, potentially. Finn could beat him, but I I don't see it. I think I think we get the edge the edge victory on this one. Mm. My my uh, prediction depends on whether this AJ thing is a swerve, and that AJ um joins the Judgment Day. I'm thinking about that beatdown he received the other day. And it was a little too, you know, brutal to be a work. And Judgment Day have, have a lot of people anyway. So I think I think everyone gets involved in this one. Um but yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go edge, I think. I I, I don't think uh I don't think Edge says I quit. Cause when that where does he go? Um, you know. A heel Finn Balor that says I quit can recover, but where does Edge go from there? He come, yeah, he's only exactly. just come back, really, and then he says I quit, and then he, mm, I, uh, I don't know. Are the yeah? I can't look uh, beyond, can't look beyond Edge. Are the are the Good Brothers free agents at the minute? I think they are. Oh my God! Can you imagine? There's your there's your potential backup for AJ. AJ, oh, the OC back together. The OC back together. I would have Gallows and Anderson back. Um, I'd have them in New Japan too, but I don't think they're going to go and live over there. So, uh, yeah, I'd have them back here. Okay. Moving on, match three of six. I think now would be a good time to... Um, Get a strap match in there. Strap on yep. for the strap match. I think we're going to get the strap on match. 
and it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. This has been coming since a clash where hometown favourite Drew did uh, Dudden got screwed. No, I, actually, it was before that. It was way before that, wasn't it? It was. My apologies. It, it was it, well, he, he, a couple yeah, of weeks before. Yeah, it was on SmackDown when it when he debuted when yeah. he returned. That was it. Yeah. So. Uh, what have we got here? Cross and Scarlett have been terrorizing McIntyre since making his surprise return to WWE on August 5th. Yeah, that's right. That was about it, wasn't it? Uh, Cross uh, repeatedly attacked McIntyre and sent the former WWE champion ominous threats. Threats of the ominous nature. McIntyre had enough and challenged Cross to a strap match, which, eh, I don't know. Don't know about this match type. Um,. And on the September 23rd episode of SmackDown, Cross once again laid out McIntyre and accepted the challenge. Uh, strap matches. Um, it's going to be like you said, it's going to be one of those, uh, you know, another strong style kind of match. It's going to be a very good test um, for, you know, Cross. He's, he's not um, had too many matches since coming back or at least, uh, you know, significant um, mm-hmm. matches so this one will be uh, a, a good sort of reintroduction to um, the big time um, in this one um, I think well we're definitely not going to get shenanigans in this one uh, at least I hope not because there's no, th- no one really surrounding Drew and Carrion um, right now there's no one on the peripheries um, except Scarlet but you know she's not going to get involved um, but who to pick? Who to pick? Drew, Drew don't need a win, and Drew, if if rumors to be believed, he's been nursing a few injuries too, so he'll want to be back for WrestleMania season. Uh, so could probably do with taking a you know a couple months off towards the end of the year, perhaps. Um, coming back around Rumble time, I think I think Mister Cross takes this one. I think we've got to. I think we've got to get carrying a good win and and just you know get him uh, get him back into the mix by by giving him a big win here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think again, stiff AF. This is going to be. There's oof, there's going to be some red backs after this match. Tell you that with that Definitely. bloody strap getting wrapped around people. Uh, yeah, again, there's. There's, a, again, a question that I'll pose at the end when we've done all the predictions. There could be shenanigans in this match. Certainly, the, the, those got, the, there will be something from Scarlet. Obviously, that'll be a distraction for Drew. There's no way that Karrion Cross should be losing this match. And yet, I think Drew, you know, he lost at Clash of the Castle. He struggled... In the big matches recently, you could argue, is he is he due some time out, like you say, to to come back as Uber babyface again? Maybe, you know, don't see why not. Don't see why not. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cross. I tell you what, I'll I'll pose the question now while we're halfway through the halfway point. Okay, the White Rabbit. Okay, if it is. Allegedly, the return of Wyndham Rotunda, the fiend, Bray Wyatt. If he's coming back, if things are going to get really extreme, 
and he's going to make his <laughs> return. Does he do it in this match? Does he does he do it and take out Drew? Does he do it in the match we've just talked about and take out Edge? Or does he support Edge? Does he does he help Edge to get one over on Finn? Well, one thought I did have when uh, when I popped a cheeky edible yesterday was that this this whole event could quite possibly be centered all around um, Bray, aka the White Rabbit, but throughout the night. Just little flickers of lights, little teases. Only in matches where he is recruiting somewhat of a new ministry of darkness. Um, and Carrion uh, would fit in. I keep doing the herms again. I'm so sorry. I'll get this sorted out. Uh, the yeah, Carrion and Scarlet could could very well go into this this ministry. Edge could. Judgment Day could. So I think we might get some some uh, uh, phenomenal activity going on throughout, but but could happen. Uh, I think I think ultimately when when Bray makes his return, and it's got to be Bray because it just has to. Mm-hmm. Even if even if they planned it to be Emelina at the start, I think the fans have taken this <laughs> and said no, this is going to be Bray. Get him on the phone. This is happening. So, I don't know. Triple H may be like, okay, it kind of needs to be Bray. Sorry, Emelina, we'll, we'll get you next time. But It's been uh, such a good, such a good camp, like, marketing campaign, basically. Like, almost, it's, you know, yeah. this, this just incredible load of activity, this mysterious, you yeah. know, hints and tips and trails and stuff like that, all starting from just a song playing at live shows. Is, um, it's been so good. It's been so I engaging. Know. And it's, they, it's really excited so many it. people. Yeah. They, they've not been obvious about it and they've, they've let the people sort of say, hey, something weird happened at a live event because they know someone's going to get on Twitter. And then the next live event, it's like, hey, that weird thing happened at our event too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's been great. It's interesting Kudos as to the well. Marketing team. I don't know if you've noticed, but in the Extreme Rules posters, in the background, so on one side, you've got like, obviously you've got like the giant X and the, the talent up front. So one side you've got like a chair and a fire um, extinguisher and it looks like it's in some kind of big old warehouse or something. Then over on the left, mm-hmm. Luke, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's a there's a trash can with fire coming out of it. And then out of that fire, I look, look like little fireflies. And then above that, mm. you've got a lantern hanging. Got to be him. Got to be him. Um, got to, got to, go, to, to, got to. To go back to, to rewind a little bit, I I think, I don't, if Drew versus Cross happens mid-card, then Bray doesn't come back here. Bray has to close the show, I think. Um, and how they do it, I don't know. But I think I think the, the come away from this has to be Bray returning. If he comes halfway through, then the rest of the card just kind of, We'll fall flat, but it's 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 hard to follow that. Um, yeah. Interesting. We'll Interesting. So we've got three matches, three draws so far. Three the same. Uh, right, match 
for match Europe, four. Sir. Right, let's go for the recently announced, as of this weekend, I'm so excited for this match, it's ridiculous. The Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a Donnybrook, good old Donnybrook match. Good old-fashioned I mean, Donnybrook match, even. Keep this going. So, CBS have said that WWE's social media team announced that members of Imperium and Brawling Brutes will collide in a six-man, good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. The no-holds-barred, no-count-out match features Irish-themed weaponry. So, pints of Guinness. Uh, barrels of Guinness, rather. Barrels of Guinness and shillelaghs everywhere. Brilliant. Do you remember when AEW brought in those barrels at the start that really, like, paper-thin? Yeah. Them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have potential, but I don't know. What if they'll have like anyway. sacks of potatoes as well, just like pelting Gunther with potatoes? <laughs> um, so I'm just reading here. So the, the match uh, is an extension of the uh, Gunther Sheamus feud, obviously, and they are set to collide for the IC title once more the day before the pay per view. Um, so I don't know, perhaps before we. Predict the outcome of this one. Do you think? Uh, do you think Sheamus finally gets the uh, the last Chaos Emerald, the last? Um, I don't the last think gem. If they do it, surely they don't do it just on a random SmackDown before an event like this. Surely this title match has to just break down and Chaos has to reign just to fuel the match at Extreme Rules. I'd be very surprised if they took the title off. Gunther the night before another a different event. Seems um seems a little soon, doesn't it? It does. It but, does. But but then again it's like Gunther with the championship has, you know, made sense, so I don't know if Booking's gonna be like, okay, job done. Um he's you know, it's a successful title reign. I don't I don't know if how long they want to keep it on him. I would mm. like Seamus to to win that last one, get that last infinity stone for his his trophy cabinet. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, probably Gunther retains. Uh, with regards to the Donnybrook match. Um, God. Yeah, it's just this is going to be the funnest, most chaotic one of the night. Yeah. Um, for me, it's very got, good. For me, it's got the Brutes written all over it as well. Yeah. Give the and Brutes I, I the, think you've... the win and just, yeah. Again, chaos and red chests everywhere just yep. brutalized i think you've um i think you've placed it well on the card here i think you know towards the end of the show the second half uh the fans need you know something to keep the momentum going and and you know six people keeping the keeping the pace going throughout mm-hmm. ridge holland is is been uh has been getting over a lot more with the crowd um lately and obviously the, the gunther and sheamus of it all I'm going to, yeah, it's Brawling Brutes for me. Gunther retains on SmackDown and then the Brutes win their Irish match. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go the same one as you again. Oh, bloody draw. I think we're going to end up with six, you know, by the end of this. I think ah, we're going to end up agreeing right. on all six. Oh, we have to have a tiebreaker then. Some. How do we do a tiebreaker? Oh, no, we, we might we might be a draw. Might be a draw. Okay. Uh, the fifth match of the night is one I'm quite looking forward to. 
Oh no, I don't even. I don't think. I think I want to put this on last. Oh really? I think I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna put that on last. Is it because you don't want to see just women because in the I main event? Some fantastic. Just I thought of some fantastic fancy booking surrounding the fiend return. Aww. Just layers on layers on layers on layers. Um. You're so booking I'm, it. I, I'm, You're booking it. All right, it's I'm, totally up to I'm, you. I'm booking it. All right, I'm going to go for Bailey and Bianca. Just can't see the women in the main event, can you? Unbelievable. No, sorry, we're in the twenties. Can't be having it. <laughs> wow. No, um, Bailey no, Bianca. I just thought next. of a great scenario that I want to talk about, though. Yeah, I, up until about a minute ago, I'd have put this on last. Um, but just because of the magnitude of what may come out of this event, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it in a minute. I'll tell you about my main event booking in a sec. But Bianca Belair versus Bailey, which should be a absolute classic. Apparently, the first one-on-one ladder match on the main roster featuring women. Uh, and wow. two people who are—I mean, there's not many better to to do that. You've got Bailey. We know what Bailey can do in the ring. We know the high yep. spots she can take. Uh, she'll take a hell of a bump. Um, she will indeed for a pop. And then we've got Bianca Belair, who's just—I I, I keep. Um, I I can't sing her praises enough. I think Bianca is now in that elite um, spot. I think mm-hmm. she's she's um, I think she's Rock Austin um, esque for for this for this time in her division. I think she's at the tippity top. I will put her up there with the Charlottes of the world any day of the week. Uh, she's arrived. Like Bianca Belair yeah. has arrived and has has arrived. Has has been arrived for a good while now. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So let's just re- review the little the match here. So Bailey's return from injury at SummerSlam was a big shot in the arm for the women's division. She introduced her new group with Dakota Kai and Io Sky, who should be uh, accompanied by Kai and Tai and Stephen Fry, but oh well. And immediately set her sights on Belair and the Raw Women's Title. So the two women have already brawled several times and were involved in a six-man clash. Bailey finally. Uh, finally locked in a challenge for the title, and after Bailey, after Belair reminded Bailey that she hit a KOD on a ladder in the singles match, Bailey made the challenge for the pair to meet in a ladder match at Extreme Rules. So there we have it: Bianca Belair and Bailey in a ladder match, which has the potential for match of the night. Yeah, it's going to be um, a great match. It just, I mean, yeah. for starters. How much have we missed Bailey? Like the product missed her so so much while she was out really injured. Did. So yeah, really did. Especially we, this heel Bailey. Yes, love love heel Bailey. Love damage control. Big fan of just the whole thing. Again, I, I anticipate we'll see a couple of ridiculous spots in it. I have no doubt that Bianca will try and recreate the. Um, KOD on a ladder spot from Helena Cell when she can, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she'll get pretty close to to doing it as well. But it really feels like the women's division needs a heel champion for me, mm. and I also think if we are going into war games with damage control being one team in that women's war games match. I want to see all of damage control with all the gold. And and to be honest, I'd want to see them win and dominate in that match as well. 
So you go into mm. that Christmas pre-Rumble period and Damage Control are the women's team to beat. Okay, so you're going for Bailey. That's why I'm going Bailey for the win. Also, it means that Bailey can get a win over Bianca without pinning her, as I mentioned earlier. So it's not a pinfall loss for Bianca. You know, still booking strong and all that kind of stuff. Yes, potential of shenanigans going on. Uh, so you want to see Bailey, uh, you know, get the win. Bianca won't have to be pinned. Yeah, Bianca so won't have to get pinned. Strong. Yeah. Um, Bailey going into probably WrestleMania season as as champ. I think there's Charlotte's come out. I think today or last week or something, saying that if she when she comes back, she's going straight for Bianca and her title. I don't think that necessarily affects things now. Nope. That might not happen this year. Interestingly, apparently, Charlotte is the only one of the four horsewomen that Bianca hasn't beat, I think. You never know. Maybe we get that at some point down the line. But no, I think it's got to be got to be Bailey. It's got to be damage control holding every title going into that match in uh, at Survivor Series. Interesting. So I think uh, I think Bailey uh, I think Bailey wins the belt, but not on this night. Not you on tease, this night. You bloody tease! I um, see how I drew the listener in there. Drew them in, and you, then caused Mac, a swerve. You McIntyre them. So I I think uh, yeah, I think I think Bailey doesn't quite uh, get the belt yet. I would like to see Bailey. Um, Maybe a month or two more, um, kind of uh, building up her, um, building up a win streak. I uh, it's 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 always great to see a faction hold all the gold, um, but I think with the the bloodline kind of doing that, it might be seen as a little overkill. Uh, I think Bailey, I think Bailey takes the belt. After Dakota Kai and Io Sky lose the belts, I I don't see that as being a very long reign. I think they'll keep flip flopping those belts to uh, you know to anyone who needs a, a shiny toy to get themselves over. Uh, Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. So I Especially I think um, it's not it's not Vince booking the women's tag anymore. It's someone that actually gives a shit. You think they'll just no, like- revert back to old habits? I don't think I'm yet to see evidence of them putting much stock into the women's tag um, belts yet because uh, oh god who was that Raquel and Aaliyah that that thing kind of ended uh, quite quickly mm, so I mean we'll, we'll we'll see I think a couple month title reign sure for the the tag champs. But um, but anyway, back back to the the match at hand, the ladder match. I think uh, Bianca once again, you know, shows her dominance and probably keeps the belt until Charlotte comes back. Will Charlotte come in this one? Don't know. But I think uh, I think you know the yeah. I think we might get some shenanigans in this one with with the tag teams getting involved. Um, 
But no, I think I, I do. I think this this run goes on a bit longer. Miss Belair. Interesting. For uh, for Mrs. Montez Ford there. So yeah, so we've got uh, we've got a disagreement. <gasps> Finally. Finally a disagreement. So main event time. And that takes us to the main event. So let's let's get a little description on this before we fantasy book the shit out of this. Uh, so much so that our expectations will be raised so high mm-hmm. that we'll end up just not liking this event at all. No, that's not going to happen, is it? It's going to be a boss pay-per-view. Mm, Standard so, for, rest- for WWE a, fans. Yep. It's a fight pit match. Um, so we saw fight a good one a couple of years ago, didn't we? Fight pit! Yeah. Yes. So Matt Riddle, um, in his previous one, wrestled, God, what was his name? Timothy Thatcher, Timothy right? Timothy Thatcher. And that was a fucking great match. So this one, we've got Rollins uh, continuing to get the better of Riddle at nearly every turn. Now, Riddle finally scored something of a victory when he cost Rollins a chance to win the US Championship during a match with Bobby Lashley. Big Bobby Lashley. Rollins' anger boiled over after Riddle cost him the match and challenged Riddle to name the time and place for a match. At that point, Riddle threw down the challenge of Fight Pit. And... Uh, just when this uh, event couldn't get any better, now it's been announced this week that former two-division UFC champion, former heavyweight and light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier is going to serve as a special guest referee for this MMA-themed match. Brilliant move, by the way. Wow. Absolutely brilliant. I know Cormier's been in, in... He's been a fan for ages. Um, and he's, he's, I think he's friendly with Triple H. He's brought his kids to an event. I think we'll see, I, I really hope we'll see Cormier, um, on commentary at some point in the future. He does a, he does a stellar job doing UFC and, you know, he's probably got no reason to leave that right now, mm-hmm. but what a, uh, yeah, what a signing. This is great. Now, before we, before I fantasy book it. Yeah. Uh I mean who who've you got who've you got for the win? I'm going Riddle for the win. He needs it's yeah. about time he got that win. It's about it yeah. It's a and I don't see with Randy not coming back anytime soon, I don't see the, the heel turn coming yet. So it's gotta be it's gotta be Riddle for the win on this one and it's gonna be brutal. I agree. I agree. I think Matt Riddle is um, I think we're going to see a different side of him. I think we're going to we've been seeing more of more and more of a um, an animal Matt Riddle, less of the um, less of the friendly stoner bro, which we love. Mm-hmm. But now in the fight pit, you know, in a combat environment such as this, you know, this is the Matt Riddle that we we uh, the side of Matt Riddle we kind of want to see. So yeah, I think Matt. I, I agree with you. Um, Matt Riddle kills him, <laughs> and uh, will we? I, I think I don't know what 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 kind of involvement we'll see with Cormier during the match. But I mean, I, um, I I'm not sure we will because Kurt Angle refed Riddle and Thatcher's match, didn't he? And, yeah. they, and and it was a pretty clean. You know, I don't remember there being any kind of involvement there from Angle's point of view. I think it'll just be a clean 
clean thing. Mm. Should we get on to so the here, fan- fantasy booking, the finish, so my or after scenario. the finish? Go on. Give me your scenario. I'll give you mine. So obviously, so layer one of this is Rollins and the Riddle match. Just an absolute you know, barn burner of a main event. And then layer two. Did you see... I don't know if you, you caught it a few years ago. Daniel Cormier won a won a match. Uh, I, f- I forget who he who he beat, but um, one of Cormier's last UFC matches, he called out Brock Lesnar, who was in the crowd. Yeah, and he cut a very WWE style promo. Brock Lesnar, get yep. your ass in here. So then Brock comes in, pushes him, and we get a bit of a we get a bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah. Now I would love. Brock Lesnar to come in here and give us a redo of, um, you know, a few years ago when Cain Velasquez uh, set up mm-hmm. a thing with Brock Lesnar and it kind of it kind of fell flat, I, 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 um, you know, for one reason or another. The, the, you know, the chemistry wasn't right. It's hard to translate that MMA environment into wrestling. So I think we get something of a redo here where we get DC versus Lesnar at Crown Stool. Oof. That's layer two. Yes, I, w- I was thinking the same thing. However, I was thinking longer term. I was Ooh, thinking we get Lesnar Cormier at Mania. That'd be great. And, you know, Lesnar comes out. Lesnar finds out he's there. Lesnar comes out at the end and goes face to face with him. And then all of a sudden, Brock's turned up and he's looking around and he's like, what the fuck is this fight pit thing all about? Lesnar, mm. Cormier, Fight Pit, WrestleMania, create a Fight Pit champion. Let's 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 have another title belt in there as well while we're at it. You know, yeah. takes guides Lesnar away from the Roman, you know, the 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 main two titles thing, but gives him a world to dominate in. And plus, you can have some. You can have oh, Lesnar, Gunther, Lesnar, Sheamus. You can have imagine the chaos and yeah. the carnage, stuff like that. Yeah. So if if Riddle gets the win here, then you know Riddle in the pit will be the man to beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you know steel cage matches have been kind of watered down over the years, haven't they? So we mm-hmm. need we need sort of a little new. This reminds me of like when when uh, Hell in a Cell sort of got upgraded to Elimination Chamber. Um, obviously on a little bit of a small scale here. But we've got we've got a steel cage match, which which almost seems more dangerous. Um, yep, it's not. Yeah, it's not brawl for all. But no, <laughs> it, it has that feel to it. <laughs> but it it's definitely it. not. Yeah, I I think uh, I think they, um, you know, a couple of years ago when they did the Raw Underground, I think. Yeah, ultimately that that did fall flat, but I think there was something there, wasn't there? There was, mm-hmm. you know, that that extra little. Um... Tell you the other thing as well is so what the other thing that I'll mention on this one is someone else has been very vocal since the announcement on Twitter. So if you do tee up Lesnar versus Cormier, who refs that? Let me tell you who refs that, Luke. Ken, go on, mother effing Shamrock. Yeah. Got to get Ken back for one, haven't we? It's been too long. Got to be done. I mean, is he still... He's not still at Impact, is he? 
I think he's doing MMA. Is he, uh, is he back no, in MMA world? I don't know. I've, I don't know. I've not been keeping up with him. He was, he was in Impact for a bit, but I haven't... I don't know. I haven't seen him pop up on my timeline that much. Oh, imagine Shammers refing that match between so, those two beasts. So good. Mm. So then layer three of this night. Oh, God. So obviously... This match is it's like Lord of the Rings. This match is never going to end. Well, obviously, we've got to get the White Rabbit back, haven't we? Which I think is going to happen. But it's 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 a case of who is in the pit. Who can't escape um, while the Fiend comes back? Maybe if Lesnar doesn't come back here, Cormier's sort of you know waving the crowd off, like, good night, ladies and gentlemen, we think that's it. And then, you know, whoever's music is playing, probably Matt Riddle, it just slows down. And then the lights go off. And then we get the return. I, th- I think if if Bray does return, I don't think we're going to get... Um, not, not a huge moment. What am I trying to say? I don't think we're going to get him, you know, causing all this carnage to... Um, Maybe even not to a, a, a current superstar. You know, we've got Daniel Cormier there, mm-hmm. family man, an outsider who's, who's just come in for a guest appearance. Mm-hmm. Not really, not really playing a Daniel Cormier character. Just he's he's just there. He's Daniel Cormier. He's he's he's, he's a real world guy. He's come in, uh, but but now we get Cormier entering the world of pro wrestling by getting Bray to come back. Maybe comes up under the ring. And uh, puts the mandible claw on on poor old DC there, and that's how you end the show. Not bad, not bad. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot going on at the end of your Extreme Rules. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, there's it's a, stacked in it. <laughs> I mean, every time you stand up to leave your seat, some bugger else comes out, and it's like, all oh, right, okay, we're not quite done yet. Uh, maybe not, maybe not. I mean, we did see the old double double duty and AEW, didn't we, with the Adam Cole. Which mm-hmm. was the surprise, yeah. And then while everyone was pumped, all of a sudden you had um, Danielson come out, which was like, oh, and everyone just lost their goddamn mind. Yeah. Um. That's a yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like if you if you do the Brock, you're doing Brock or you're doing Wyndham. You can do both on the same night, but you need to separate them. And I think what the yeah, I feel like the the Wyndham thing could be again. I I feel like it's going to be around that. I've got a feeling about Edge or Drew, um, and I want to say Drew. It does, you know doesn't even have to attack him; just has to intimidate him. Just you know mm-hmm. appear face to face. We get a couple of seconds of it, and then the lights are back out, and he's disappeared again. And then the psycho like psychological games. End with cross and begin with something else for Drew, um, potentially mm. taking that to war games maybe for, for the full, unveiling. And then if that happens mid card, everyone's buzzing about it. People have seen it. It's all exciting. And then, and then if you have the Brock thing at the end. Mm. Weird to say, in it, but Bray, like, Bray Wyatt returning is more likely than Brock, isn't it? 
It is, yeah, it is. And I think I think if you do if you do Bray at the end in that final match, it only makes sense for Rollins to be the person left in that in that cage. Mm. And when he returns, you know, it's the it's the throwback to the Hell in a Cell match that shouldn't have been and you know, oh, kind of burying me. you know, physically, visually burying that whole thing by taking out Rollins. But I I don't think I want to see that. I'm not interested in that. So many possibilities. That. Yeah. So exciting. I love it. It's so extreme. Many. Extreme possibilities. <laughs> extreme amount. Ah, uh, an extreme pay-per-view to go with an extreme British Prime Minister. Oh, let's not. Go with an ex- we, got, we got this go far with without mentioning that. <laughs> Absolute dolt. Oh, the Tories. Anyway, so that's that. That's Extreme Rules, ladies and gentlemen. Do you um, hope you won't mind if we uh, if we get ourselves finished off here with a quiz? Finish me off. Will do, son. Will do. Right. So, uh, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, thanks for making it this far. We're about an hour 15 in here. So good on you if you made it this far. Uh, I know A to the K have. They've been listening to us. We're uh, making it. Shout out to them, by the way. Big shout out to them. We're, we're making good time, by the way, for us. There's, these things usually go on for about three hours, so we're doing all right. I guess they do, yeah. I guess we're doing all right. Um, but yeah, shout out to A to the K. We're actually going to be doing a little bit of collaboration with them uh, soon. We were uh, we, we hoped to get it done while I was in England, but we couldn't get our schedules uh, figured out. But we are very excited to be doing something with A to the K soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've not checked them out, do go to A to the K Wrestling on uh, Instagrams or Twitter or just search for them on uh, on whatever podcast platform you're on. Um, they've been making waves, haven't they? Mm. They have indeed. They have indeed a good set of lads. A good set of lads. And thanks to them, we got some um, cheeky cheap beers from Top Rope Brewery as well while you were over, which were a delight. They were. Shout out to Top Rope Brewery. Yeah. Right, let's get to our quiz then, shall we? So it's five questions. I'm going to give you multiple choice. And it's Extreme Rules themed. Are you ready? In the words of Mario, let's-a go. Let's-a go. Okay. How many different match types have there been at Extreme Rules events? So since the first Extreme Rules match, there have been a certain amount of different match types. Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it 40? How many different match types are there even? I wonder if anyone knows that. How many different match types there have ever been? Stop Googling. I'm not Googling. I'm writing my answer. Okay, I've written my your glasses. How dare you accuse me of cheating, sir? (laughs) Question two. What year was the first Extreme Rules event? Was it 2009? Was it 2011? Or was it 2013? Okay, answer written. Next question. Okay. I'm feeling confident. What was the main event of that pay-per-view? Was it CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy? Was it Jeff Hardy versus Edge? Or was it CM Punk versus Edge? Well, that you froze then on the first option. Give them to me again. So, basically, we've got CM Punk, Jeff Hardy, and Edge. And the main event was a one-on-one with one of those two. 
any any combination of Edge, Punk, Jeff Hardy. Struggling, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. A bead of sweat has appeared. Okay. Okay. What year did Samoa Joe win an Extreme Rules Fatal Five Way match to set up a massive, great balls of fire type clash with Brock Lesnar? What year did he win that number one contenders? Was it 2017, 2018, or 2019? Okay. Okay, last question. So the 2012 Extreme Rules was uh, hosted at the Performance Center. What served as the main event at that event? Was it Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship? Was it Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in a Swamp match? Or was it Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. 30-minute Ironman match, I believe that was. Okay. Okay. Whoa, All right. I've got my answers. He's got his answers in. All right, question one. How many different match types have there been at Extreme Rules events? 20. It's 40. Oh, f*** you. There's Don't ask me to find 40? your list. That, that would mean that Vince booked more than one an event. It's ridiculous. Preposterous. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought they were all one-on-one matches. Well, it's 40, apparently. Right, first Extreme Rules event. What year? 2009? It was. Yes. yes. One out of two. One out of two. Okay, question three. What served as the main event? CM Punk versus Jeffrey H. Hardy. Yes, you're right. Yes. It was. So, this, this, so this this question, people listening might might um, might say this is controversial. So the the announced main event was Jeff Hardy versus Edge, in which Jeff won the championship, but then CM Punk cashed in his money in the bank, yes. making thus making a match. So if it is the last match, it is the true, main event. True, very true. Yes, very okay. true. Technically a match. Very true. Technically a match. Uh, oh, we weren't going to talk about Punk. We did it, didn't we? Shit. Um, question four. Obsessed. What Rent year? Free. Tell me if I'm telling lies. What year did Samoa Joe? Actually, no. Rewind a sec. He is not living rent free. Oh, here we go. Head. Let me tell you how this. Let me tell you how this thing. Think about Phil, right? Think about this little wet flannel knobhead. My head. I am the landlord, right? And he is merely squatting temporarily for as long as he is useful to me all right i.e tweeting about so him. so by i can get rid by, of him so from by, my head anytime i want because i am the landlord up here by in, definition in then, all right by definition then if he's if he's squatting there he's he's there without paying rent so he's living <laughs> in your head rent free fine as a squatter i mean which i can remove at any point I am in control. I have the power here. Chicago made... Do you hear me? Chicago made Warrington owned. <laughs> ah, question four. Touche, by the way. Yeah. I should charge him rent. Anyway. What year did Samoa Joe win that beast of a five-way match? 
I was torn between 18 and 19 on this, and I went 19. Oh, you went I'm, 19. I think I might be wrong, though. See, if you'd gone 18, you would have been wrong. But you went 19, and you were also wrong. Oh, it was 2017. Unbelievable. Sorry, lad. Right, two out of four. Come on, this is this is to save it. Three out of five will do. C's get degrees. This Let's go. For pride. 2012 Extreme Rules was at the Performance Center. What served as the main event? I went Braun versus Bray. Really? As we know, Drew was the Performance Center COVID champion. So it would have made sense for Drew and Ziggler to serve as the main event there. It would, but it was COVID and that was, times. That was on the card. That was on the card, but alas, Bray versus Braun was the main event. Yes, I thought so, because I, I kind of remember that off. feud, but then also didn't, because it was, just ended up being shit. Yes! So there you go. Three out of five? Not bad. Not Three bad out there. of five. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Right. Take that. Let us. So we finished ourselves off there. Not Well, not quite. Not quite finished ourselves off, because I forgot, uh, I forgot to bring... Um, a book with me when I came over to England. A book that we've mentioned in the past by one of our loyal followers. His name's John. You know the follower John? Yeah. Remember him? Quiet John. So he's, yeah, he's got, he's got a little book out. Um, we've not seen him in a while, by the way. Um, but he's got a little book out here called Be a Work in Progress. And um, we thought, seeing as our um, initials on the Cheap Pop Wrestling pro- Podcast is CPR, we thought we'd at least give out a little CPR, a little resuscitation, a little, you know, positivity, perhaps, um, at the end of these podcasts. And it's just, I, I've, I've read some of these quotes too. And if you've seen John Cena online, uh, you'll, you know, you'll know how he tweets. He, he gives out some very positive, thought-provoking um, tweets that some people, of course, get on to him about, but that's Twitter. But for the most part, I think it's a very, uh, I think it's a very good use of your, of your Twitter, really. So, He's got a bunch of those in this little book, so I'm going to open it on a random page, and we're going to read. Uh, we're going to read one of his quotes, and hopefully that'll be thought-provoking enough for you to uh, to take something away today. There we go. Okay, we'll just open it on page 151. There's a very good illustration on the left. A little cartoon illustration of some lady walking upstairs, following a bird who is flying up the stairs. Wonder what that means. Uh, something to do with Bray Wyatt, I imagine. Obviously. So the quote we've got here from follower John. John Cena is his name, by the way, his full name. John Cena. Uh, Google him. For those out there who find themselves saying, I just want to be happy, remember to ask yourself, what is it that makes you happy? Many have no idea. They just want, quote unquote, happiness. Do your best to define what this means for you then make choices to work towards it. After what I've just decided to do this week, in the last couple of weeks with my job and that, like, so for those who I've, I've, I, um, I put something up on the Twitters and the Instagram before, sort of whoring myself out for jobs, uh, essentially. But I, 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 I've taken the, <laughs> the decision in the last few weeks to, to take a little bit more care of my mental health with regards to what I'm doing as a job and what I'm doing as a career. And, and the, I'm not going to bang on about my, my job but 
long story short, it's not making me happy to be there. So I, um, you know, I've been trying to identify what makes me happy in life and in a career and whatnot. And so I've, I've taken the decision to, to leave there and, and move on to more creative artisty, podcasty perhaps projects. So that's mad that I would open that page and, uh, and there it is. And that's legit, ladies and gentlemen. I did not save this page. So not um, only are you using the podcast social media accounts to haul your words for your new ventures, not only are you using the actual podcast itself to do that as well, but you're also using Mr. Make-A-Wish, John Cena's book, to do it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Have, have what, what you no are you trying shame? to paint me in here? Have you what no shame? What are these shame? narratives that you're, you're trying to control this... In EC3, honestly, oh. ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why. Unbelievable! I don't know why I continue to converse with this fella. I'm just trying it's to no, live a great positive life here, and he's he's shitting on me chips. It's no, it's no wonder, buddy. A third of our listeners are from a a, a cemetery in the middle of bloody Denver, <laughs> Colorado. I know. Jesus, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to our RSS feed providers about this. Uh, these are very questionable locations they're throwing up here, and we've paid money for this, so. Uh, I'm going to get onto rss.com. Uh, we may be moving on to other ventures when our subscription's up. We'll see about with, that. With links like but, that, Christ, it's no wonder there's only the dead that listens to us. Bloody hell. The the death-approved cheap pop wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Corp right, certified. <laughs> Corp certified. Right. Quickly, uh, last couple of minutes, we've got some shout-outs, thank yous. Um, promotion. So, uh, for those keeping up with Fantasy Faction, uh, if you go onto our Instagram at the underscore cheap underscore pop, we are playing a game called Fantasy Faction. It is a fantasy league game involving wrestling. You've heard of fantasy football. You've heard of fantasy baseball. You've heard of fantasy Premier League. You've even heard of Anthony's fantasies involving beads, whips, chains. Hey, oh now. my! Lions, hey, tigers, now. bears. I'll cut that out. That's too private. I'm sorry. That is, that uh, is but yeah, between we, me and the neighbours. <laughs> you really have to get some curtains. Yeah. That was that was a that was a bizarre thing uh, to to witness in a house. Uh, but anyway, we're playing Fantasy Faction with uh, a few other content creators and podcasts. Um, people like Wrestling for Life Network, A to the K, High Side of the Ropes, a Dirty Heels, uh, and many more. So uh, they will be mentioned in the description below. Um, so if you feel like uh, playing Fantasy Faction with us. It's a very free uh, free to play game where you essentially just pick a faction and uh, every week we'll update the scores on our socials and with those updates you'll of course get mentions and hopefully people who engage with our content can then find a forbidden door to your content. So if that's something you do want to play then get in touch with us. Uh, give us a DM, slide right in there and we'll get you set up. It's very easy, very free and it's very minimal effort on your part. And also, shout out to Altbridge School in Liverpool. I believe we've got a couple of listeners over there. So uh, thanks for listening in. Uh, We really appreciate you. Uh, Keep listening in. If you have any questions for us, let us know. We'll answer them on air. Um, But yeah, thank you to the kids at Altbridge School. Also, um, well, what else is there to say? Uh, Yeah, if you've made it this far, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. We really really love this uh, community that we're growing. And we love engaging with everyone, um, despite me um, possibly abusing the Twitters every once in a while. I will get better at that. Uh, it's it's becoming a bit of a time suck now. I might just, you know, leave Saraya alone. 
I felt bad. That's why I watched the film on the flight. I was like, yeah, I need sure to get to was. know this girl more. I'm sure it um, was. But if, if she's British, disgrace. she'll understand the bands, won't she? <laughs> Absolute disgrace. Uh, anything, anything from you? Just to say, uh, give us a follow on the old Twitters. Um, if, if I could remember what my bloody handle is, Jesus Christ, it's been a cheap long pop Tony. day. Yes, cheap pop Tony. Give us a follow, and hey, just just enjoy, just enjoy some wrestling this week. Enjoy some Raw, enjoy some SmackDown, enjoy some AEW. Most importantly of all, enjoy some Extreme Rules because it's going to be an absolute f***ing belter. Extreme!